0: Greetings, welcome, hey yo, and to my peeps, sac passe, I'm Dean Mercier, your chief grief crusader, your certified grief coach, your therapist, yes, (laughs) but I don't want you to confuse this as being a therapy session. This is a podcast episode where we talk all things grief, okay, all things grief, and I have this smile on my face because I am doing what I love. I'm passionate about this grief work and I'm excited about being your partner and helping you open up the doors to your future by dealing with your unresolved grief. I I just, it just, every time I say it, the more I say it, my, my cheeks hurt from smiling so hard. I want to let you know, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, Redefining Grief, I want to welcome you. And I also want to let you know, you are officially a grief crusader. Now, what does that mean by taking on that title? I strongly believe I cannot do this work of educating individuals all by myself. That grief is a normal and natural reaction to any loss or change in normalcy. It is my philosophy that happiness and sadness can coexist. It is only when we we learn the power of embracing both emotions, like you embrace those both emotions, that living a life full of emotional abundance and balance can be attainable. In short, what I'm trying to say is that you know what? This life isn't perfect, but it must be lived. This life isn't perfect. But it must be lived. Therefore, I strongly believe when you create non judgmental spaces for broken hearts to be seen, heard, and validated, hmm. you help grievers heal, resulting in activating purposeful living. That's my job. And I wake up every morning with a smile on my face because being on this grief crusade of educating people, empowering them, informing them that, you know what? Yeah, you may be sad. Yeah, um, you might cry sometimes. All of that is normal. And why is that? Why does that bring me so much joy? Because I feel like too many of us are locked up in our emotions Because we have not found a safe place. That makes me sad. But it also makes me happy to know I'm here. I'm here and I'm doing what I need to do. I'm doing what I need to do to educate and inform. And as long as I get to do that, and just one person here this episode, and it helps cut the chain of being alone and that loneliness spirit that comes with grief, Oh baby, I've done my job and that's what puts a smile on my face. Now, I want to let you know that I do read the reviews and I have gotten all five stars. I'm excited about that and I want to read this review because I feel like it resonates with today's episode. The review is from iTunes and it reads, this is a phenomenal podcast. This is a topic we don't discuss too much and suffer within. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Creole sister. Hey, Creole sister. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to leave a review for me. Um, It just puts a smile on my face and you're right. Grief is a topic we do not discuss often. The iTunes review is perfect segue it's a perfect segue in today's episode titled messy on the outside messy on the outside do you hear me (laughs) is your life kind of messy right now with everything going on the normalcy of your day is gone you're probably homeschooling working from home still having to cook still having to worry about breakfast lunch and dinner Huh. And you probably feel like the rug of life has been pulled under you from under you from with under you. And what I want you to know is that all this messiness that you're experiencing is normal. Take your time with it. Give yourself to grace to get better each and every day. And we'll all get through this together. You are not alone. Now, what I wish I can take is full credit for the title but that wouldn't be right. That would not be right by me taking full credit of the, today's topic, messy on the outside. See, the credit for today's redefining grief title goes to my nine-year-old daughter named Tamar, affectionately known as Marmar. See, about nine or 12 months ago, she drew a picture Um, I'm going to try my very best to describe the picture in great details so that you can visualize it in your head. Like I want it to be etched in your mind. And I want you to see it because it is vital that you understand the message today. Messy on the outside. She drew a red heart with a blue star in the center of the heart. Like imagine this white piece of paper. That she drew a red heart with a blue star in the center of the heart. Now, around it, in blue coloring, more like light blue coloring, messy zigzag lines all around. I mean, just all around the heart, all around the heart. I mean, everywhere. Then, in a black marker, she writes, messy on the outside, cute on the inside messy on the outside, cute on the inside. Now, back when she drew the drawing, probably about nine to 12 months ago, like I mentioned earlier, I took the drawing and I taped it on my office wall. I was so touched by the wisdom my daughter created. I could not trash it. I could not put this drawing in the trash. Come on, parents, aunties, uncles, godparents, teachers. We all know that these elementary kids, (laughs) they can draw and they will draw everything they can. And not everything gets put in the keepsake box. We all know that. Some of it makes its way to the trash. But this one, mm -mm. that messy on the outside, cute on the inside it danced on my soul it made my heart skip a beat because that sentence was so profound the drawing is so profound and i just could not put it in the trash especially being married to a minimalist <laughs> dr j listening to the episode yes you honey he don't want to see nothing extra taking up space okay in our house so I am very selective about what we keep, what we don't keep, you know, so he doesn't call me a hoarder. (laughs) So I have to tell you, because we strongly believe, create more memories that makes your heart smile and your soul remember. Create more memories that makes your heart smile and your soul remember. I strongly believe that. Messy on the outside. See, grief is messy. Grief is misunderstood. Grief can be lonely. Grief is a five-letter word that people run away from, not to. Grief is a five-letter word that people run away from, not to. That's why I'm on a mission to help redefine grief. Because no one, no matter where they live, sleep, and to tell you the truth, no matter the size of someone's bank account, can avoid experiencing some type of grief in your life. That's just to show you how normal it is. People are misinformed about the individual experience grief brings especially when they think it's only related to deaths. Grief can be very messy if you're not taught how to deal with the emotions that comes with grief. If you're not taught that grief is your own personal journey, grief is this personal walk that is required for you to do really to learn how to embrace and empower grief by understanding grief. You empower yourself. When you understand grief by listening to this podcast, you are empowering your emotional well-being by listening to this podcast. Okay. My favorite word on the entire universe I'm talking about on the entire planet is this word called wisdom. Holly. When I say wisdom is my favorite word. It is my favorite word because there's so much to gain when you take time to understand or add knowledge or, or insight about a particular situation. So there's no other way to describe it, but wisdom, you see how it comes out. Wisdom. Wisdom is that the most powerful word to me on this planet. Wisdom is defined by the, dictionary.com as being the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. The quality of being wise. (laughs) Qualified as being wise. So you have good judgment, you have knowledge, you have experience. That's what brings wisdom. Now I told you my favorite word, wisdom, okay? Now I'm also gonna let you know my favorite scripture. It says, don't turn your back on wisdom for she will protect you, love her, and she will guard you. Wisdom, Proverbs 4, 6. Don't turn your back on wisdom for she will protect you, love you, And she will guard you. Proverbs 4, verse 6. I just love that word wisdom. Now, here is the wisdom that I want to dance on your heart and speak to your soul about Tamar's drawing. My little Marmar's drawing. My precious, beautiful angel. My beautiful baby girl. Her kind and loving spirit. I see her. You know, I see her. The world is dealing with this virus right now. Okay. Grief is being experienced in every facet from the loss of jobs. Messy. Grief is being experienced in regards to the loss of your safety or normalcy. The loss and your normalcy is out the window. That's messy. Messy. Grief is being experienced because people are dying. Messy. Grief is being experienced in change of your financial state. It's there. There's a change in your financial state. I should say that's messy. It's already stressful enough, especially if you were living paycheck to paycheck. Now you have this to deal with on top of it messy i know you may be asking a lot of why's why me why now why is this happening this is not what my 2020 should look like and i and i want you to know is we are in this together huh? and i also want you to let don't allow anyone to police your grief journey right now this is your very own personal experience Okay, we are all grievers, but we're all looking at it from a different lens. I can tell you looking back to 2008 to 2015, I was living paycheck to paycheck, having a hard time. And to be honest, we even had to do payday loans. Okay, Team Mercier had to do payday loans just to make ends meet, which is a bad cycle, by the way. Okay, but it was our only option at the time. I've been there and I understand what Tamar is saying. Okay, although everything looks messy on the outside, please find peace on the inside. That's what she's saying, that's what that heart represents when I see that photo. Finding peace, the hell is outside of the heart. But you have to find peace on the inside of you. Herdeen, how do I find peace? How do I find peace when I can't sleep? How do I find peace when I'm worried about how am I going to provide the next meal for my child? When school used to do that. When school used to take on some of that load. When my budget, (laughs) it's not adding up. How do I not worry? How do I find peace, Herdine? I know your concern and I can say this again. I know this is not your 2020 goal. I know this is not what you fasted for. I know that. In 2019, you fasted for 2020 to be this, this is your year, the year of crystal clear vision. I saw some of those means. 2020 was supposed to be the year of crystal clear vision. But right now you want to say, Herdine, it is hell. It's a messy type of hell, okay? It is a messy type of hell. My mess is that my family member is sick and I cannot go and visit them at the hospital. How do I find peace, Herdeen? My, mess my messiness is probably the change in our school schedule. My messy is probably the relationship that was, was going great. But to tell you the truth, we're on our last leg. And being quarantined together and on our last leg is not adding up, Father. How do I find peace, Herdeen? You're thinking, how do I find peace? How do I find peace, Herdeen, when I'm supposed to be retiring? And when I look at my 401k, there's nothing left. Years and years of blood, sweat, and tears. There is nothing left. How do I find peace, Herdine? What I want you to know, grief crusaders, peace comes. Peace comes when you anchor down in truth. Peace comes when you tell the truth about how you feel. Peace comes when you anchor down about your heartache. Peace comes. When you anchor down with the connections with your community and your people and truly see you, that see you, they hear you, they understand you. Peace comes. My wisdom circle, I've expressed my fears, my concerns. I have cousins and family members. I've said in past episodes who are in the medical field. I have friends who are in the medical field. They they chose, they said yes to this profession. They said yes to this call. They said yes. I even had a friend who, who I, I called to check up on her and she said, you know, her to I had to update all my life insurance policies. I had to update my wills, my will, because if I don't make it out of this as a nurse practitioner, if I do not make this out of this, I have to know my kids are in the right place. Heartache. My truth is that brought fear. Hearing that brought fear. Concern, worry that my friend was going through that. And what I believe is peace comes when we anchor down in our faith. Spending time with my wisdom circle, talking about it, reading Proverbs 91 and talking about it all week. Or checking my cousin Ebna, she loves to check me. Can you stop sending us stuff about all the negative things that are going on? Can we get some positivity in this group? (laughs) She's checking me. And then I go, okay, you're right. Let me go get some positive things of people who are actually making it through this virus. You know? 90 something year olds, they're making it through. So that's what these circles or your connection and your community can do for you. They can also check you, okay? When you anchor down knowing that this too shall pass, this too shall pass and restoration is the example or will be the example or the anchor that says new beginning. I can propel forward in this new beginning. The goal is not to get what was old, what was in the past. The goal will be to move forward in a way that brings restoration, a new beginning. The discomfort you're feeling is grief. See, there is power naming darkness because when you do that, when you shine a light on darkness, ha, ha, ha let me tell you what happens. <laughs> it can no longer be dark. And by you shining the light about your grief journey through these times right now, you're saying <laughs> you're acknowledging your grief experience with truth. It's okay to feel sad about not being able to connect with your family members, hug on your friends, or go and see your grandma who lives at a nursing facility. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to cry. I don't know why people think that crying is a sign of weakness. I strongly believe crying is liberating. Crying is freeing. Crying is cleansing the soul cry baby don't listen to those people that tell you that crying is not in style I think it is in style and it should never have gone out of style okay grief is saying I can help lighten the load if only you acknowledge me grief is saying I can help lighten the load if only you acknowledge me see the anticipation about what ifs is causing emotional hell and just messy. But you but you center yourself, I strongly believe, with peace. You center yourself by saying, this is what I can do. I can follow all the rules. I can do this to the best of my ability, but I'm going to trust you, God, on this. I'm going to wash my hands. I'm going to see, say everything that the doctors tell me to do. I'm going to stay indoors. I'm going to do my part, but God, I know you're going to do yours. Okay. My prayer is that you will find hope by anchoring down with the belief that God is in control. And you, me, your neighbor will get through this. Just don't give up. Do not give up. And so I want to take you back to to Tamar's drawing. My dear Marmar, my twin, I call her. Um, I want to take you back to her drawing and remind you, although it is messy on the outside, your heart, do what you need to do to make sure that your heart, your heart has peace. Calling your family members, calling your friends, checking in on them do the things that make you happy like I love to sing I love to dance and you know my cousin Renette reminded me during our prayer time with my wisdom circle this week she said every time you get fearful play the song by Tasha Cobbs I'm no longer a slave to fear and it's been working That's the power of connecting with the right community. When you're grieving or you're hurt, they stretch you. See, I don't want to be seen that I'm the expert. I want to be seen that we're in this together. We are in this together. I may have the mic, but it's really going to take all of us to impact change, to really educate the people around us about grief and understanding it, what grief is and shining a light on grief. I also want to let you know is that let's choose not to be a slave to fear. Let's choose not to be a slave to fear. And we're in this together. And our only thing is, is just to stay home, do what they say to do, stay safe, and don't take this time of, by yourself, peace may be hanging out with your family, playing, doing the things that you all love to do and giving yourself to the grace that you will give through this. Please visit my website at herdeanmercier.com for amazing wisdom. I have this free guide that you can download. This guide provides you with tips and knowledge and and gives you very good insight and wisdom about grief. You know, grief crusaders, I can't do this by myself. I will always say that. Let's do it together. Visit my website at herdeanmercier.com and download it. It's it's an amazing book that you can download that you'll be able to really Understand grief and read it and have a really good aha moment. Tag me when you're reading it. I want to know. I want to know that you're getting this. And now, here's another thing that I need you to do. (laughs) While you're on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to our podcast, please rate and leave a review. That's how other people find us. And I need your help in that. Rate five star, Rate rate your girl five stars and leave a review. I love you. I want to remind you that this world is not perfect. The goal is for us to live it. This world is not perfect. The goal is for us to live it. Don't allow your grief or your unresolved grief to keep you from purposeful living. Don't allow your unresolved grief to keep you from purposeful living. I love you. Be safe. Love on your family extra tight as best as you can to the best of your ability.